This is the Raising Humans podcast, tips for parents, educators, siblings, and anyone interested in raising humans. Join me, your host, Lena Dubavaya. I am an educator with over 15 years of experience working with students ages three through college level and their parents, and I will be giving you actionable steps to more intentionally raise our future generations. Thanks for joining me. Hello, and I would like to welcome you to our first episode of the Raising Humans podcast. Today's episode is on specific praise. So this topic actually takes me back to when I was a young warthog. (laughs) When I was a young warthog. When I was a young warthog. Okay, moving on. When we first moved to this country from Moldova, my father noticed that the coaches here were very different from the coaches back home. And so he used to play tennis and he used to coach tennis. And when he would watch coaches, he would see that he heard the same two words over and over and over again. You guessed it. Good job. And so good job, honey, kind of turned into this running joke in my household. Interestingly enough, my dad was onto something because my observations are pretty much the same across the board. When I observe parents or anybody really in the wild working with kids, I hear the same two words as well. Good job. And it leads me to the question of, well, good job for what? In the duration of a moment, there are so many things going on at the same time. And praise is most effective when it's really clear what specifically is being praised because our whole intention of using praise is to get whoever we're talking to, to repeat that behavior again, right? It's reinforcing. And so if it's unclear to me what's being praised, I tend to wonder if it's also unclear to them. So picture this, it's the morning time, it's busy, you guys are late for school and Johnny's coming downstairs, running downstairs as soon as you call him. You call his name one time and you go, hey, Johnny, it's time to late for school. And he runs down the steps. On his way down, he knocks over his little brother as he's running by him because he wasn't going fast enough. <laughs> and he meets you in the kitchen. And at that moment, You're very excited about the fact that he came downstairs as soon as you called him because this is something that you had been working on for a while. It used to take him two or three or four times before he actually made it downstairs. And so at this moment, you have an inclination to say good job, but it's very unclear to Johnny what specifically he's being praised for. Is he being praised for coming downstairs or maybe knocking over his brother? And so if in that moment you say, wow, Johnny, you came downstairs as soon as I called you. That was amazing. He's going to feel all warm and cozy inside, which means that he's going to more likely repeat that again. And that's what we want because what we're trying to do here is mold behavior. On the parent side of things, As you start to use specific praise, you can start to see the things that you're reinforcing. So you can see your own patterns of like, oh, wow, I'm reinforcing a lot of this type of action. And what that lets us do is reverse engineer the type of humans we'd like to raise. So instead of thinking about right now, I want you to imagine 10 years from now or when our humans are adults. 
what type of values, what type of skills do we want them to have? We want to encourage independence, maybe manners, respect, honesty, creativity, emotional intelligence, integrity. I mean, I can keep going. And the point is, is that when you can think about the values that you want to instill, you can then work backwards and reinforce those things that you see that they're doing that are aligned with those values. So for trying to build independence, it could look like, oh my gosh, you put your bowl into the sink right after dinner without me having to ask you. Amazing. Or, wow, you put your jacket on without me having to ask you. Or even, oh my gosh, you zipped up your own zipper. So it could start with very small things and then eventually develop into larger actions. And these are things that we can start to reinforce really at any age. So it's a work in progress type thing that never really stops because what we're really doing is molding their behavior. The last thing that I'm going to talk about is the reaction people have when I say good job. The interesting part about this too is I actually tried this with my employees last night. We have a rule that when students enter the classroom, I want them to fill up the front seats first. And this is something that I kind of noticed in college that everybody tends to try and sit in the back row. So I'm trying to kind of instill this skill in them early on. So normally it's only me who asks students to sit in the front of the classroom. And as I'm walking through, I noticed that one of my employees, Chagosi, notices that one of the students is sitting in the back and asks him to move up without me having to do anything. And I was so tickled. So I had told him in that moment, I gave him specific praise. And I said, wow, Chagosi, you did that without me having to even ask you to do that. Oh my gosh, that was amazing. At the end of the night, we did a little powwow where I talked about the importance of specific praise to them. And I brought up that moment with Chagosi. And I had told him, I said, hey, Chagosi, good job today. He barely smiled. I then said, okay, Chagosi, I want you to know that I was really proud of you stepping in and asking that student to move to the front without me having to say anything. I really felt seen and I was so, so proud to see that you did that. If I could describe how big of a smile he had on his face after I said that, it was insane. Like you could visibly see that he was feeling so proud of himself and so good. And that is my exact point is that the words good job over time get very desensitized, especially if you're hearing it at home, at school, repeatedly. The good feelings that we want them to feel when they're being praised, the endorphins that come when you when you feel like somebody notices that you're actually doing something really, really good, don't happen as much when you just use the words good job because they're overused. Don't just take my word for it though. Try it at home and see what happens. See what happens if you give non-specific praise and then after that specific praise and see if there's a difference in reaction or a difference in the behavior that follows. Think of it as an experiment. This could also be applied to compliments, talking to friends, family, employees, or even your partner. 
Instead of saying I love you, you could say I love the way that you anticipate my needs. And then I'd love to hear about your observations. Please feel free to leave a comment. If you do, let me know how it goes. And I welcome your feedback on this podcast. Join us next week for the importance of consistency. Thank you for taking the time to listen.